Welcome to the Man Cave Podcast. I'm Dan Casper. I'm a sports radio host with a huge passion for sports and everything related to sports. So what is the Man Cave Podcast? The Man Cave is a place where we can go to get away, hang out with friends, talk about our passions, watch the game or a movie, banter and solve some problems. It's also a place to hang up all of your cool stuff. So I wanted to create a podcast that embraced the Man Cave lifestyle. I've got a bunch of friends, colleagues, and guests who will join me in the Man Cave. We'll also have a bunch of different, fun, and entertaining segments for you as well. Each episode of the Man Cave podcast will be different and fun. But enough with the intro. Let's get this episode started. Pull up a stool, grab a cold one, and enjoy the sports-themed audio equivalent of a dive bar. We'll have you so close to the action, you'll be able to smell the 30-year-old cigarette smoke-stained stealing, the stale tap beer, and whatever that smell is coming from the bathroom. And that's just the smell from these three points. Join the Kegmaster DK for the Three Tools on Stools segment. Let's get going. Tools on stools here on. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, the usual cast of characters D, Dobber, Poliak. Some strapping young man. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. We got to come up with a new name for you, Poliak. Do you want like Supper Clubber or what do you want? I'm all over the board. We're gonna have to wait. It's gonna be a time. It's gonna be a time earned nickname. Who earned? That's a good one. Lil earned. Yeah. Earned derp. <laughs> derp. Derp is actually not a bad one. Let's. Uh, we got a few topics. You guys did all the work this week, so we should probably pitter patter and get at her uh, on this on on this one. Let's start it off since Dobbers. You got uh, the old JJ Watchers in the background. Since you guys are going to be going to Arizona in what few weeks, couple weeks here, you guys are going to be three picking up a new tomorrow. three weeks from tomorrow. Shit, you guys are going to be picking up a new JJ Watt jersey. I just saw he posted a picture next to Pat Tillman's uh, locker. Uh, was it Instagram or Twitter or someone on there? So, what do you guys think of the move? First of all, reaction surprised uh, as a fan, as a Packers fan. What were your thoughts of it? And uh, are you good with it? What I mean, a lot of people thought it was a pure money move. From from his standpoint, fifteen point five million. If you just kind of you know who else makes money moves, Cardi B. <laughs> you seem like the guy that listens to Cardi B. You, you know, you. Dobber also has them bloody shoes. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go first. I'll go first. I wish JJ Watt nothing but the best. Do it as a Wisconsin class act through and through. Sorry, my attractive central hats just fell off. Uh, he might have been chasing the money. We don't know what's going through that guy's head. It, you know, in this day and age, social media and information being tossed to and fro, we uh, we have no idea. And whatever he chooses is for him and his family, and that's good for him. Good on him. Good luck. So you basically yeah. cried yourself through all liquids in your body no i i didn't cry i was uh i i knew that it was going to be pain it was like basically i uh 
I strapped a ball gag on myself and just waited for the news. So <laughs> just another Wednesday. Yeah. <laughs> I knew it was going to happen. I told you last week it was going to happen. And I enjoy pain. My safe word is pineapple. So <laughs> well, I just heard that that's the, uh, the most used safe word in those situations. It is? That's what I heard. Oh, I'm going to have to pineapple raccoon or raccoon pineapple. <laughs> Trash but good on him good on him he uh he got his money he's an aging wonder but uh you know he made the made the plays throughout his career to earn that kind of money and his reputation it's more than just what he does on the field it's what he does for uh, a team in a locker room and a community so good on him and end of story dobbs are you gonna replace that jersey of yours behind you no, absolutely not. Nope the the original and and the plays that he made and the impact that he made uh, in that jersey in those photos is is uh, the way I'll remember him unless he starts to create new ones. So no, I feel the same way as uh, Poliak. I I really went into it where if something happens, that's amazing. If not, we're no worse off than we were the day before. So mm -hmm. yeah, I I think uh, for Arizona, it's awesome. Yeah. And I think they did it right where, for the amount that they paid for it only being two years. They really limited the ultimate exposure uh, on this. So if it does go south, you know, he doesn't have a, a great uh, run there. Mm -hmm. You know, they're not exposed too much. You know, it won't do too much long-term damage. You know, and who knows? You know, if he rebounds, he uh, continues to heal from the injuries of a couple of years ago. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe in two years we can get a couple of years out of him at that point and he can come home. But uh, in the meantime, Poliak, still fish fries, still old fashions. We'll still pick up the tab. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but he won't get fish on a Wednesday. <laughs> you got to draw a line somewhere. Right. No popovers for you, JJ. <laughs> <laughs> well, Danny, I think if we harken back to uh, our first podcast, my – percentage was 17 yeah. percent did you say harkin yes i did wow okay continue. i think that's <laughs> i think that's a kind of uh, frozen cheese curd at sam's club <laughs> it's not colby that's for sure damn straight but i mean how can you argue with the guy he made he's making 30 mil for two years he's going to arizona who the hell any of us anybody who's not just falling over themselves uh just being upset with him wouldn't take that money i mean obviously 15 million is life-changing for anybody you double that and you go spend the rest of your time in arizona the rest of your career you're probably not going to win a title but it's a great place to be um and for dauber poliak and i we just may see him out at a pints for pat then one of these years out in, in arizona mm -hmm. and he did he raised one earlier this year so in a virtual so like we, we should have think? known that was coming. Yeah, we could, right. we could we could be out at Rula harking, uh hucking up beers and and such, and JJ might just walk up and he'll say, "You harken sons of guns." That's right. That's right. It That's doesn't right. just attract. It just doesn't just attract the quarterback for the Patriots at Rula Bula. Right? Yeah. Is that the right use of the word there, D? Harken. <laughs> I'm gonna keep swinging. I'm gonna keep swinging with it. Hey, shoot or shoot, brother. Shoot or shoot. What what do you guys make of like uh you know everybody's saying you know JJ have fun going eight and eight nine and seven or something like that I feel like I mean you know Arizona was 
was a nice surprise a little bit last year. I was curious. They were on the cusp. Yeah. You know, and, and Kyler Murray, I get a lot's going to depend on, on his play in that, but shit, that NFC West, I think is loaded right now. If like, you know, the Rams, I think got a little bit better with their quarterback and Stafford Cardinals got better. Who knows if like the 49ers, what's going to be there, if they can just get healthy. Uh, Russell Wilson might need to pay for some offensive linemen to come over there or something like that. But I mean, Right now on paper, that NFC West looks good, but I'm not ready to discount the Cardinals at this point. I mean, Larry Fitzgerald, we're going to be talking about Fitz coming up here in just a minute on another topic here. But uh, I, I feel like the Cardinals, I, I don't know if I'd say Super Bowl contender, but definitely a team that competes for the playoffs, which, I mean, Houston hasn't been able to do for a little bit here. You know, Well, and they were competing for the playoffs without him. I mean, yeah. they were they were 8-8 eight and, eight and on, on the verge, on the verge of being there. And so you add him strengthens your defense a little bit and it all depends on how much how healthy you can stay that's your that's going to be his biggest issue and always has been so dan what's your take on jj i mean we heard heard ours no i was just like you know at at first i think my percentage was like oh 40 but then it started to kind of wind down to like i think i was in that honeymoon phase i mean i'm kind of like like what d said put yourself in that situation some some team's gonna offer me 23 million dollars guaranteed you know, for two years. And if I play out that whole contract, it's going to be over 30, like $31 million. It's easy for us to say, take a hometown discount and, and come here and play in your home and, and make like $7 million less and get free cheese curds or something like that every time, because you're a Wisconsin native. I mean, Ooh, that's a great idea. <laughs> it's easy for us to do that. But at the same time, you know, I, one of my pet peeves is when people say, you know, well, what's the difference between a few million dollars here or there? Well, shit, if you were in that spot, you'd be wanting a few million dollars more too. Give me it's a, a Harkin, it's a Harkin million dollars. Okay. <laughs> so that's, that's my thing is like, you know, when people always like, well, what's the difference between few, he should have taken a hometown discount. Oh, bull. He doesn't have to take a hometown discount for anything. He should go out and do his thing, do his own thing. Well, it's not like he lives in Wisconsin in the off season anyway. You know, it's not right. like he's coming back to, to, you know, build another house in Wisconsin. He doesn't, he doesn't live here. You know, I think he lives out in Malibu or some shit. He does, he yeah. does have a property here. Pewaukee. Well, probably his parents' house. No, he's got a, he's got a training facility in the, in the, uh, in the woods somewhere in the uh, suburbs of Milwaukee. Like Rocky Four, in Russia. <laughs> <laughs> He but runs I mean, in that leather bomber coat too. Well, and you saw Twitter go just crazy with everybody who thought he was coming. And then all of a sudden it turns into, we didn't want him anyway for that price. And we weren't going to take him. And yeah. good luck with Arizona. He's going to break down. And it was like, you know, I get it. You know, you're a jilted lover, but come on. You, you, you couldn't really have thought he was coming here. Yeah, no. Well, I don't know. I, I was reading uh, airplane schedules, and I, I saw that an airplane landed in Arizona and not in Green Bay, and I kind of knew then, but I didn't want to spoil a surprise to everybody. Were you the uh, were you the, the friend of the brother that got all the T-shirts, too? No, I was the hairstylist of the brother. <laughs> I saw Raising Arizona was on Netflix, so I figured that was a sure, sure tell sign. You're right, though, Diaz. Like, you know, it's it, it happens with every sort of free agent, though, too, doesn't it? You you clamor for a guy, oh, shit, we didn't want him anyways. You know, they'll find something that's wrong with him or 
or whatever have you. So, I mean, I, yeah, do, I, I have no problem with him going to Arizona. I mean, that that's his career. It's his choice. Does it suck that he's not a Green Bay Packer? Well, as a fan, sure. You would love to have seen him, you know, wear 99 in green and gold. But, you know, now it's this whole, you know, people kind of like, I saw a promo. I heard some sports radio guy say, you know, now Packers fans are all upset at J.J. Watt and, you know, probably going to boo him and all that. I'm like, no. Lord. What? You know, Who said that? No. Well, yeah. names will be nameless. Well, there, there was one that uh, had retweet or had multiple, I believe, up to 58 tweets to one J.J. Watt. And after uh, that cat signed with Arizona, all Cheers, of a sudden, <laughs> and then all of a sudden it was, well, we're going to kick your ass. And we're going to do this. And we're going to end your season. It's like, eh, I get it. I get it. You, you bought a J.J. Watt jersey before he came here. That's sort of a kick in the nutsack right there because that's sort of a waste of 100 bucks. But, you know, you do you. He jinxed it. That dude. <laughs> there you go. You know, I mean, he was like. It was only $99. <laughs> he was like he was like the dude, you know, when you're trying to get the hot girl and she shows a little bit of interest or something. And then, you know, you're like, you're bugging her all the time, like texting her. Hey, you okay? Why are you answering me? Why are you good? You good? Where are you? Where are you? How come you're not answering? Huh? What What's going on? And then just. Fuck. Or the, or the guy who thinks every stripper loves him. Yes. Yes. <laughs> exactly. We lost uh we lost the raccoon. Actually, he's probably going to get the raccoon. Probably right there. Exactly. I think he let the raccoon out before uh before we started so I could go to the bathroom. <laughs> I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. Sorry. Oh, look at that. All right. You guys got any more out? Any more comments on JJ? Or you guys want to move on from uh from on the Watt? Good luck and uh pass the chicken. Yep, good luck. <laughs> you guys see him though. Beat it, nerd. You got Pete and Nerd. <laughs> good luck. Where's the Tylenol? <laughs> Hallelujah. Where's the Tylenol? Where okay, so sticking with football, I didn't see your tweet on this D. You said something with Kyle Rudolph being released from uh, from the Vikings, which a lot of veterans are probably going to be released in the next week or so. Uh, but you brought up the comment or the the topic, a player on a rival that you have cheered for. Uh, so Kyle Rudolph is a dude that you've cheered for, as from what I'm understanding? Yeah, well, and it was kind of, I think it was this past year. They did like a special on him, you know, because he does so much work for the Masonic uh, Children's Hospital up there. And – I'm probably going to fuck the story up, but he had, I think he had befriended a child there and long story short, unfortunately, the kid ended up passing away and just the story itself and all the money and all the effort, just watching him and what he does for that place. I just sat there and I mean, it brought tears to my eyes and I was just like, I love this guy. I mean, I hope he never beats the Packers, but I, I cheered for Kyle Rudolph and now I can say it loud and proud. I cheered for Kyle Rudolph and I hope he does well somewhere else when he catches on. Cause it was just, it was just one of those things where, yeah, I hate the Vikings. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. But to watch, you know, the passion with what he did, you know, to, to help these kids and, you know, and to put yourself out there and realize that at some point, yeah, these are really sick kids. A lot of them probably aren't going to make it. Mm-hmm. And, and to see what he did was just amazing. Like I said, it was, it was inspiring. And if, and if I ever win the lottery, I'll put some money out too. Mm-hmm. You, you, 
since you mentioned that, I was struggling to kind of think of like an in, in uh, division rival. But then I thought Peanut Tillman. Do you remember Charles Tillman uh, for, oh, yeah. for the Bears and the stuff yeah. that he did for kids and, and all? Now he's mm-hmm. an FBI agent, I think. Peanut Tillman is. But that was. Well, no, he's not. He's, he's not. not? Don't, don't, don't spread that around. Why? Is that ru- true? Whose identity away? An agent. <laughs> I meant. Okay. <laughs> So that's the, anyways, that was the, the, that was the guy that I thought of right away because I can't, I think he won Walter Payton man of the year award too, but there was like, that was like one dude from the bears that I always like, you know, because it wasn't really a trash talker. He just went out and did his thing and yeah, off the field, he was really good with, I think he was helping kids out too. Cause I think I remember watching the video for his yeah. Walter Payton man of the year for uh, cancer, children, cancer or something. Yep. I had great respect for uh, Brian Urlacher. I don't know if he did, you know, I didn't follow him off the field, but that guy was just week in a week out. That was just a dude that you wanted to watch because he knew he was like an Aaron Rodgers on defense. The guy could just take apart a quarter pack and, and look at an offensive formation and just, he knows what's going on. Like that dude could just let out play. And that, that was, you know, Kyle Rudolph is obviously a, a guy that, we didn't want to root for openly, but uh, now that he's not a Viking anymore, I think we can. But uh, for me, a lot of it was uh, Brian Urlacher because the guy was just, he was just so fun to watch. I thought it was Javi Baez for you. <laughs> <laughs> that's, no, who's, who is the shortstop? That's El <laughs> Nogo. <laughs> so i'd say uh actually going back to you brought it up to uh walter payton originally you know for me and then um roll into probably chad greenway because we got to hear some of the things that he did um in the community and in the area and in the state and kyle rudolph without a doubt so i don't know if it's just biased because of our location you know where we hear it more but yeah i think those three as far as true division rivals mm-hmm. yeah also, seeing what also, they do man- Matt Stafford deserves a shout out. Sure. He had quite a few uh, things going on in Detroit from what I read. So another individual. I mean, yeah. And I think outside, I mean, if we expand it from division, I mean, you just, we just talked about one dude, JJ, right? I mean, JJ, if you look outside of just the, uh, just outside the division, I mentioned Larry Fitzgerald out just from a professional sense. I mean, you know, just watching him play and, I mean, that dude could have left Arizona how many times if he wanted to to go chase a ring, right? I mean, he could have Three. went somewhere. Uh, to, what, is, what is D doing back there? I think he has a blender. I think he has a blender next to a urinal. Oh, and I think I he just to, used both of them. I had to mix up another bloody. Been taking Making so a margarita. Long. <laughs> uh, but Larry Fitzgerald was one outside the division, too. I always, I always like respected the heck out of Larry Fitzgerald. I wish that's like one guy. If we were to say like, who would you like to get a ring that wasn't on your team? I'd like to see Larry Fitzgerald get a ring. Is that because he is somewhat local? No, I, I just like respect because one, he's a wide receiver and you never hear any sort of drama surrounding him. And usually you do with a wide receiver. He could have gone anywhere that he wanted to go at one point and be like, screw this. I don't want to stick around. I mean, how many quarterbacks did he go through on a stretch there? when when Arizona was just awful I mean he could have jumped ship if he wanted to and I just I like the way he goes about it he goes about his job does his stuff on the field you don't hear any drama surrounding him and 
I just think he's a stand-up guy. And I remember one time, was it a couple of years ago? I think it was a, a press, a media person was retiring. And at Larry Fitzgerald's, uh, one of his pressers, he presented him with this retirement plaque or something like that, you know, just to show the respect. Or, and because his dad's, I'm sure he respects writers because his dad used to write or he's still a writer in the cities, right? Larry Fitzgerald's dad in the cities or? I think they're still here. I'm not sure if he's writing or anything more though. Okay. But no, I just, I always liked Larry Fitzgerald. That's. That's my so basically, you suckered us into an in-division rival, and then you went with Larry Fitzgerald. <laughs> I, I said Peanut Tillman. I said Peanut Tillman to begin with, and then I said outside, I went with Larry Fitzgerald. Let's not forget that Larry Fitzgerald also got his degree from Arizona Online um, University. Uh, Phoenix, yeah. Phoenix Online, whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Something to be said for that. He, buttons, I mean, the, so, uh, buttons the top collar on his shirts, too. Right. Proud Pitt, Pittsburgh Panther. No, nope. you say that top collar thing like it's a problem. Dan. I don't. I, I'm I'm all about it too. You got the zipper, but, right. but you know. How about that dude? That's a that's an MD from the, the Kansas City Chiefs. It's a lineman, Laurent Dade Tardif or whatever his name is. Didn't he yep. opt out Good this call. past year? Yeah, he did. Yep. Deserves a shout out. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Speaking and our boy Pat, Pat Tillman. Mm-hmm. Speaking of shout outs, got my first uh, Tools on Stools shout out here. Today marks the uh, 51 year wedding anniversary of Ma and Pa Milan. So I just thought I'd throw that out there. Are they going to listen? Are they going to listen? I'm going to make them. That a boy. (laughs) T and M, happy wedding anniversary. 51 years of Mm -hmm. just wedded bliss and numbing yourself with alcohol to tolerate each other. I love it. Ups and downs, lefts and rights, T and M. Shout out to you and uh, from the raccoon. <laughs> <laughs> Terry and Mary are good people. Good people. Agreed. I think I'll keep them. Yeah, definitely. I haven't seen them in a while. I haven't seen you guys yep. in a while. So yep. we have to change that. Yep. yep. Hi, Dan. Hi. What's going What's on? our next topic, Dan? Let's go with yours, the one that you want. <laughs> The one that you brought up, Poliak, I'll let you introduce it. You're swearing. Right. We got uh, talking about, uh, we were watching spring training today, and we were talking about accessories that ball players wear, and uh, that got me thinking of a topic. What is your favorite uh, accessory that's, that athletes wear for any sport? You know, like, uh, you know, sweatband, rec specs. Maybe it's those East Bay Nike wrap over the, you know, they had the different color, uh, shoe wraps that you could wrap Pets. over you know team colored shoe wraps or uh what you know what have you what what's your favorite sports accessory you're not counting shoes right well it's got to like, be a like, team a team related okay shoe. yeah well then i would easily hands down it's got to be batting gloves for me i'm uh i'm a freak when it comes to gloves of any nature so i think if i went over and checked my softball bags it's probably about Mm, probably close to 12 or 13 pairs of batting gloves in there what brand uh, i've got mostly nike some demarini donnie uh, croplin didn't get you any spiders i was just gonna say i think there was a pair of spiders in there but i gave those away to dylan right so. here i was a big spiders guy because i was on the wheelhouse sports team <laughs> what a nice name drop, you nerd. <laughs> right. Hey, Wheelhouse Sports, we'll, we'll get to a tournament on Friday and be home by noon on Saturday. Right. Played, played in Jasper, 
playing Jasper, do an O2 barbecue, and then make it back for Altoona Cindy Sitter Day. So what's your accessory bully? Eye black? Yes. How did you guess that? That was going to be my, that, yeah, I like eye black. That's, it's old school. It's, uh, you know, I'm not a big fan of the artwork that gets done these days. As long as you got a big, thick stripe across the cheek, you know, similar to a raccoon. That's my, you know, that's my thing. So you gave yourself circle eyes. Yeah. You were there. <laughs> I think if we ever get a logo for this, it has to be like a raccoon on like a stool or something like that. Raccoon. So I'm already throwing that idea out here, Dan. So the three of us, me, Dabber, and Polly, I all have our backs to like, it's a, it can be a sketch, mm -hmm. but we have our backs to what would be the quote unquote camera. You're the bartender standing there serving us. But then we all have our goats jerseys on, but I'm a goat, Polyax a raccoon, and you and Dabber can figure out what the hell you guys up want to be. I like that. You know anybody that I can draw? That I said alpaca for you, Dan. What the fucking alpaca? Bleat, <laughs> <laughs> bleat. <laughs> Hina, eat your dinner. <laughs> creepy when you can't see dauber and you can hear that and not you know can't freaking see your, your face what's your favorite sports accessory dan i, I was gonna okay so i i'm like the sweatband wraps but i feel like there was a point in time uh early 2000s everybody wore a patellar tendon band on their knee just because wow. they didn't know what the hell it was for but they saw <laughs> this little stripe thing that you put under your knee your jumpers band knee because That's all these basketball eight. players wore them i freaking did it too and i had no reason to do it but i'm like it hey, looks cool so yeah I, I think everybody had like a jumpers band knee or something at some point in basketball yep but that was your favorite no mine was the i, I did the jordan like sweatband on the forearm sort of thing oh, right on. the the big thick one yeah nice Dabber. Dabber does, uh, tom brady leg warmers <laughs> <laughs> cool you kind of ruined my surprise but d how's that look Oh. Nice. I like it. For, for those listening, he has a uh, number 24 band that I gave him for, that I used to have made for memory of my brother. So appreciate that. Thank you, Dabber. Not a problem. That would be my favorite right there. And then you tie in some of the, the old classics, right? Yeah. So the koozies. Absolutely. Is that, is that why you went off camera for the dramatic entrance? No. Okay. So, did anyone happen to see the post on Twitter about Terry Bradshaw going in for surgery under the name Thomas Brady? Made me think, uh, <laughs> one, that's just weird. Two, if you could assume a name of, you know, if you're a superstar athlete, what name would you assume? Well, I'd go with Todd Schultz because that's been my alias from the beginning. The why do you have an alias? Why Why did you have an alias from the beginning? No, this is yeah. a hypothetical. I know. Yeah, but, it's just a hypothetical. But I, I'm just and, wondering, like, you know, what made you think of that right away since the beginning? There's got to be a story. Because anytime anybody asks me a question, the answer is either 17 or Todd Schultz. <laughs> Oh man, what what do you got, Poliak? Jim Gherkin. 
Dabra. Didn't don't you have like a name generator that you sent over for this? Poliak? I don't know, did I? I don't know, did you? <laughs> <laughs> I think that was one of those if you were born on this day, this oh, month. Yeah, oh, you yeah, just sent, yeah. You sent the art. I don't know. I don't I don't I don't know. That's a tough one. Like you're a celebrity in Eau Claire. I mean, you check into <laughs> Eau Claire, people are gonna be like, oh, Dan yeah. Casper. Oh no, no, nope, no, nope. that's just jerk McGurk in here at uh <laughs> <laughs> Dan Dan's one of those guys that actually calls WEAU and is like, uh yeah, so uh Dan Casper is gonna be at the Arby's at uh twelve fifteen. You wanna No that's a uh, that's some dude named C Bomb that does that to me. <laughs> He'll pick you up, bring you home. <laughs> He'll bring me a pillow too. Hey, Justice, rumor has it that uh, Dan's going to be at Milwaukee Burger Company. <laughs> Speaking of that, are we going to do a live event one of these days, Danny? Yeah. I, I think uh, directly, from, directly from the Supper Club. I mm -hmm. think that has to be the first on location. Well, what about spring training also? Mm -hmm. Well, there's, yeah. Hello. Do you want to be able to, uh -huh. do you want to be able to hear and understand? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, I can guarantee you the uh, the game time one is going to probably last about seven minutes because us fuck sticks are going to be recording each other and just <laughs> bomb. <laughs> so guess... my alias is Cheddar Fuckstick. <laughs> <laughs> is that aged cheddar or is that mild or sharp? Sharp. Sharp more cheddar. in the more in the stinging sarcasm way. Uh, is that a triple D in cheddar, or is that? It's <laughs> a triple D. <laughs> <laughs> All right, boys. Well, we only got a few minutes left, sort of, for the recorder. Do we got anything else that uh, we want to attach to this recorded episode? Shout outs. Anybody else? Good. No? So what's the, uh, you, you've had a rough day. You walk into a bar you really haven't gone into recently. So Dan, you brought up Amber in just in a side conversation. Yeah. What, what's the go-to, what do you order? So you walk into, it's not your usual place. Yeah. It's a random place. What's, what's your go-to order? Probably just an old fashioned. So you go, you go right into the hard brown liquor. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I heard about I'm classy. You, I'm classy. Sailor say brandy. <laughs> brandy. What about you? You know, the, the off the cuff, especially in this area, is going to be a McGolden, right? Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it goes down like water and, and uh, you can have it all day, which dive bars are known for allowing you to stay pretty much all day. Yeah. But I do like your uh, old fashioned take. I'm a little bit cautious ordering it in a dive bar, though. Yeah, no, so no. you don't you don't know what they're muddling. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know you don't. No, no. You, you know you, you don't. grab that dirty ass glass. You throw some vodka in it, some lemonade or cranberry, one or the other, and you just see how filmy that fucking glass is when you hold it up to light. Throw it down, and you're ready to roll. <laughs> now wait a minute, is that on your fourth or fifth one that you do that? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> No, you don't have to worry about going into a bar is uh, ordering a pickled egg, deviled egg, or whatever it is they have those in the jars. 
Pickled egg. Pickled egg, that's it. I fucking love that. Order me up one of those every time. Give me the salt and pepper shaker. Give me the dice box. I'll have the pull tabs on standby. Give me a bottle. So, of Actually, give me, just keep them coming. And uh, we're going to have ourselves a good time. I'll run the jukebox. You just take that bar rag and wipe down the bar and I'll take care of the rest. So is it is it a true sign of a, a dive bar that they don't actually have a dice box? They actually just have a jug with dice or the rolling <laughs> rolling wheel of dice? The, the hamster wheel of dice? Yeah, sure. Yeah, that's any any dice game is, is good. I agree. So jukebox, is it is it touch tunes or is that far too advanced? And they're still dealing with the you have to physically push in the button. And Ooh, get like it to BFW register. At, uh, Colby still playing CDs. It's a, telltale, right. it's a telltale sign. Uh, you know, if you got a touch tunes, that's great. If not, if you got the old school, you got to put a quarter in there. Even better. Let me and put like Z99 is happy birthday. <laughs> yeah. I'll put this out since we got less than a minute. So we got two things maybe we can throw out to listeners on this. One, James White. one uh the logo that d was describing see if we can find somebody that can come up with that and then two maybe we'll take suggestions on where we should do a live broadcast they could throw locations and all that nice has to be plenty of bar stools yep exactly nobody's creepy basement it's got to be a public place so (laughs) plenty of bar stools in the cellar (laughs) <laughs> on that note uh <laughs> gentlemen it's been a pleasure we'll uh we'll just me you little son of a Thank you for listening to the latest episode of the Man Cave Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. Now, if you want the music edition, you have to be subscribing on Spotify. If you don't care about the music, well, you can find us on iTunes, Google, Stitcher, even Spotify as well. And don't forget to rate the podcast, too. That way other fans or other listeners can find this podcast. Just make it a good rating. I'm Dan Casper, and that's been another episode of the Man Cave Podcast.